All right, I think that we are live. Welcome, everybody, to another Survivor Grand Rapids recap with Dom and Drew. As always, I am joined by uh, by Drew helping me out, kind of debriefing on our last episode, episode five. I know it's been a week since we've spoken, Drew. How have you been? I'm great, Dom. Uh, I think it's gotten colder for both of us as this week mm-hmm. has progressed. I saw it was snowing for you today. It's very cold here today, but we are warming up by the fire that is the strategy of survivor grand rapids there was a ton of things uh the the heat was definitely flying in episode five and after the dust settled we will left with our casualty i believe this is our sixth casualty of the game so for everybody who uh, is tuning in spoilers ahead up until episode five but we will bring in our sixth eliminated castaway taylor s but uh, for this, Taylor, you are our soul. Taylor, you are our star. This is your moment. Taylor, how are you doing? Thanks for being on. Hello. I'm glad to be here. I feel like it's a redeeming moment. I feel like it's it's almost more nerve-wracking than playing the actual game. I'm like, I've got a lot of redemption to do in here. <laughs> yep. You, this is your moment. We have, our, we have a whole podcast ahead to dissect mm-hmm. what you've been doing. Uh, you throughout your entire experience as the host i remember sitting there after your torch got snuffed i was like really wonder what taylor did behind the scenes because on the surface it looked like you came you showed up had your uh luxury item of your 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 vodka and then you know we're just hanging out at the challenges doing your own thing but you actually had your own strategy going on you tried to make the alliances you had a lot more happen behind the scenes than i think really uh, a lot of people might have given you credit for coming forward. Um, but yeah, we can just hop right into it. I do want to start off by asking, um, how, how have you been doing since what's it been like watching it back? Uh, just kind of a general um, thought process right now. What's it been like watching yourself back in the experience? Yeah, yeah. I think you and I had talked a little bit about this. I think watching yourself back is is good and bad um Mm -hmm. you know i think when you play survivor you definitely have to have some sort of character you know per se um and so yeah i I leaned into mine very very hard and kind of like you touched upon my strategy was i'm fun i'm here to you know just kind of breeze through I'm, i'm not thinking too too strongly about anything and so yeah watching myself back was was there's some moments where I was like, oh my goodness, holy cringe. But yeah, yeah, it was fun watching back for sure. Yeah, I I mean, Drew, I'm not sure what your thought process for Taylor was um, throughout the season. I know you aren't really inclined with the uh, the Blue Tribes canoodling at the beginning of the game, just because it ne- a lot of it never really came to fruition. Yeah. Uh, but Drew, what was it like for you watching Taylor S, I guess, if we need to clarify for this game. Uh, what was it like watching Taylor back? Taylor, I had so much fun watching you. I love watching people with um, fun personalities. Like, I could tell that you were having fun or at least trying to. And I love the little, like, sassy moments that you have. Um, I love, I loved uh, in this most recent episode, even though it did eventually lead to you being voted out, I felt like you played really hard. And I was, I was rooting, I was definitely rooting for you to stay in. I did not want to see you voted out. So it was shameful to see you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was I was putting in work that last episode. And I think yes. the biggest thing, too, is watching yourself back and not, you know, obviously, as you're playing, you have this perception that you have some sort of lead on the game or you have yeah. some sort of understanding of what's going on. I mean, even watching um, Hannah's elimination back and realizing that I was this close to the chopping block, like I had no idea until I was watching it back. So that's interesting too, is like learning about some of the dynamics I didn't even understand were there. So, yeah. I think your vote out especially was a little bit confusing. So I've tried to talk to as many people as I can to gather as much information for the timeline of events that we, that led to that, I guess. And we'll dive into that a little bit, but I do also kind of want to quickly recap uh, where your head was at for the majority of the game, uh, which led us to episode five. So you start off on the Ionia tribe. You were one of the people that looked over um, or noticed that Zoe had a clue. Uh, and you kind of started the game with a very, very aggressive, but not so aggressive. I, it, it's like a balance of that. 
Like you mm-hmm. know what you have to do, but at the same time, nobody else is doing it. So you almost had to put restraint on it. What was it like kind of navigating those first couple rounds over at Ionia? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, it's it's no shocker that challenges weren't my strong suit. And so, you know, coming in um, and seeing the dynamic of having a winning team, yeah, it was great for me. Um, but also, yeah, I, wa- I wanted that strategy. I wanted to be able to solidify myself further down the line. Um, and so, yeah, I, I kind of came in and, and I targeted my people of, okay, I think they're going to be able to take it to the end. And, and that's kind of what I need to do here. And so, yeah, my, my actions after that are, are kind of all a combination of those day one choices. So I think I think you picked the right people, at least that, that you were talking to. I agree. Ryan comes to mind. Mark comes to mind. You were talking to Jen. Um, and all of those people were the ones that were actively making moves on Ionia, despite not even winning. So I think you you had a very, very good read on the game, at least um, from a broad point of view. You might not have known where you were on the chopping <laughs> block, but at least you knew who to talk to and who was important at the time. So I give you kudos for that. Um, and yeah. so we fast forward. You did almost get voted out. Your name was in the mix for the mm-hmm. Hannah vote. But ultimately, we kind of talked about on our first podcast, Hannah would have gone home anyway. So you were spared there. Your connections really did come into play in that round with Mark and Ryan mm-hmm. vouching for you. Um, but that quickly kind of went out the window during the swap when we found you being on a five to three majority with Ionia to three cascade over on new cascade. Uh, what was it like for that swap seeing your new tribe and who you were going to be working with from your team? Were you open to working with people from the other team? And how was that thought process going? Yeah. I mean, um, again, to, to my point, I had singled out Jen and Ryan very early on and, you know, it to, I kind of had two options. It was go with the all girls Alliance forming or kind of branch out from that. And I chose to go Ryan and Jen, which I think ended up, I mean, it it carried me for a while. You know, when we had the merge, I was very excited to see them both on the team. And I mean, strength wise, we had Liam and Ryan. I think, uh, I think the blue team was, was a little scared going into that. So I felt really confident with the merge, honestly, which, or with the, with the swap. Yeah. Sounds a little, um, you know, silly looking back, but honestly, no, I, I felt very confident going in. Now, was your mindset going into that swap when you saw that the numbers were 5-3? Were you like, oh, easy, the five of us are just going to vote together? Or did you know, like, immediately, like, okay, the numbers don't really matter because it's anything can fall apart after a challenge loss? I wasn't concerned about numbers necessarily. If anything, you know, I knew Claire was kind of on the chopping block. I knew Taylor D., um, just having been with Tao before, I knew that there were some things kind of brewing there and I had an opportunity to potentially make a swap, you know, get them on voting on my side. Um, yeah, it just never came to fruition. Mm. Yeah. I think that like with that swap, it, it really, and what we see kind of transpire after you guys, uh, you know, before you guys go to the challenge, after the challenge, there's a lot that is going on that is on the table and um i think your read at least was like pretty good that like it really didn't really matter that there was a numbers game there was five there was three conversations that were being had you know jen was trying to pull claire and taylor d um ryan is with liam brendan and spencer are trying to blindside jen in the meantime it's Mm -hmm. like so many things are happening that I feel like you almost need to take a back seat and let the dust settle to do that. Um, and then again, like that kind of plays into where we end up seeing you get voted out. However, um, we're not quite there yet. I, I was wondering where your mindset at was after seeing Zoe go home, an Ionia member on a split four, four tribe. What was it like seeing somebody blue go home? Because <sighs> Yeah, seeing it play back, you're kind of like, why would you send another blue person home? But again, was yeah. that any concern for you or anybody else? No, I, I mean, of course it was a concern. Yeah, I mean, um, it, I think it proved that the alliances that we had maybe made on Ionia as a blue tribe weren't as strong as we thought we were. I mean, it was, it's very obvious, like you had said, that the second it came to vote 
uh, New Cascade. Everybody kind of went their own ways. It didn't matter where your alliances lied. Um, they're kind of null and void. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was people talking and working together. I had never seen talked or worked together that episode. So, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of panic ensued for sure. I think that's a theme for this season. Last episode, we saw Addison kind of give a quick confessional that he wants to keep like voting blocks or whatever. Um, you know, keep the votes unanimous, all that kind of stuff. And we see you get sent home with the unanimous vote. Um, but you still on day one, at least played a very, very kind of, I guess, basic game of survivor, like form the alliances with the yeah. people that you trust and move forward. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's like any fault whatsoever. That's how, you know, typically you should. I would say, I would say a better word for it would be standard. It's a, a standard. standard yeah. Game. yeah. It's a very, yeah, very solid game. game. You made it to swap. Yeah. I, I, I think I think the alliances that you have should still transfer over, yet the game kind of just blew up. Was there anything that you kind of sensed in the moment of like, oh, shoot, I should be talking to more people? Or were you still pretty content with Ryan and Jen, at least? No, I was starting to get scared towards the end there. You know, um, again, I had voted. I had kind of given my name out as, you know, use me. I'm an easy target thinking it would get me some loyalty and, you know, some sort of advantage there. Um, So, no, as soon as I heard them kind of talking about blind signing Jen, I knew I was in a catch 22. I mean, if I voted with them and got out Jen, Ryan was aware. It was, I was just in a very sticky spot. So yeah, I was getting very nervous by like the last couple minutes right before voting. Yeah. Um, I do have a question because this does come up uh, in this next uh, episode, but it doesn't really get discussed at this episode at all. Um, But out of our six eliminated people, five were from Grand Rapids. We had Hannah, um, Kristen, uh, Teo, and Zoe, and then you were the fifth one um, out of the six. What was it like kind of looking around? Did you notice that at all? Did it incline you to want to work with people like Spencer or Taylor D that are from Grand Rapids that are, you know, kind of in that circle that we have out here? Or like, what was what was that kind of inclination for you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if if anything, I think I went the opposite. I think I went, um, I think coming in, um, there was a a big difference between, um, you know, Grand Rapids people's familiarity and knowledge of the game versus, um, you know, people who had known you through Dearborn and, and those types of yeah. things. Um, so, yeah, I think if anything, it encouraged me to um, kind of go more outside of the Grand Rapids route. Um, just everyone seemed to, to know more, to want to, to fight harder, to have strategy yep. um, from the get-go. I do think that's a theme as well throughout the season. I think a lot of our Grand Rapids people, you know, either played the one day version where like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm ready to go. Or like they just came in not expecting a lot. And you actually played the second season of our one day version. Drew, I'm not sure if you oh. this at the beginning. She did play the second season and she made it all the way to the final three. Got okay. zero votes, but she, uh, you know, played one of the most cutthroat games. And that's why in the ends where she says, tried to play like a hero, always play like a villain. Taylor, looking back, was there anything that you may have wanted to borrow more from? Or would you have straight up just gone, like run it back from your day long version? Yeah, um, it's, it's tough to say because I think what made me so successful in the first version was, I was good at the challenges. I think when you, I mean, I think when, especially when those, those crucial moments of playing for the team, if you are not, you know, again, I was the smallest. I was, it just, I had an automatic target on my back versus playing um, before I was good at the challenges. I was able to kind of solidify my spot a little bit more, take more of a breather um so honestly no I'd I'd probably go even more villain if I were to do it again I think um I think again I love all my Grand Rapids folk they were great but a lot of them were just very go with the flow I think the general consensus was whatever doesn't disrupt the team um and so I think having more cutthroat in there would have shook things up a little bit more 
I think so too. I think yeah. that would have been a lot of fun from, yeah. the host, from the host perspective. I think so too. Um, I tried. I was trying to lie up there. I'm not a good liar. We did see your one lie throwing off everybody that whatever Ryan picked up was another clue to an idol. That was a great moment for you. Um, I feel like you did try to sprinkle in some like some moments in there, and it definitely like I, it might not have paid off for you, but it definitely paid off for the viewer. Um, so we we get into like the challenge. You see, Zoe gets voted off. Uh, it's a tug of war. You guys have Ryan and Liam on your side. Mm-hmm. An easy win. You guys lose, and one of I guess in our series at least one of the greatest upsets that we would have yeah i was definitely definitely surprised yeah drew i'm wondering what was your uh reaction like to that uh challenge and what was it like kind of seeing like more new challenge beasts kind of emerge from this yeah i think i was expecting for the guys matches at least for it to be pretty straightforward uh the girls i thought it might be a little closer but yeah i mean they kind of destroyed y'all like mm-hmm. it was it was a great performance it was very fun to watch i enjoyed it Yep, we so a bit a big part of that. I think Sydney emerged as like somebody yep. that um, she won two of her yeah. two meets against uh, the girls, and then the co-ed one. Um, Addison and Mark beat Liam and Brendan. That was another big one. Uh, poor Kyle just keeps getting put up against Liam <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> gets, <laughs> gets his uh gets his ass handed to him for lack of yep. handled term. like a dog. Yep. Uh, and Juliana somehow ends up getting picked with Kyle as well. Um, I th- I think when you rewatch like our, our tire challenge from episode two, um, th- they just end up always together, getting yes. dragged by a large man. I think yeah. that's another uh trope of the season, but yeah. um, Ionia ends up winning. Taylor, you sat out of that challenge. Um there was really nothing that you could do. You know, it's no. right on, it's, it's written on the wall. Like Taylor, it's a size challenge. Um, it's either you or Claire, you know, like she's bigger. Like what was it like, I guess, going through your head, like being picked to sit out. I know we kind of got a narrative that you um, were, um, you, you, you recognized where your spot was. What was it like a fit, like seeing that challenge walking and you're like, shoot, I'm going to not contribute to this at all. Yeah, well, it, again, it's it's one of those catch twenty twos. I'm I'm gonna be transparent. I was not good at challenges. Like, just yeah. point blank, I was not good at challenges. And so part of it was, yeah, I'm gonna have a target on my back by sitting out. But also, my poor performance can't come back on me. Especially coming back from the blindfolded one the week before. Oh, honey. I was like, you know what? Um, So I was going to kind of push for myself to participate if I could. But I mean, right. It was it was kind of obvious, you know, right when we got there, they said, Taylor, you're sitting out. And looking again at at the lineups, I thought that's okay. We're going to win anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I I wasn't as stressed um, until obviously we lost. (laughs) So, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about post-loss. Post-loss, yep. Drew, I guess, yeah, for you, what was it like mm-hmm. seeing, like, all that kind of – was there any narratively thing that you have, like, a question on? What can I fill in the blanks for? Okay. I don't know. A lot happened, and I enjoyed it. I just – I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering the order. Okay. But the idea to take out Jen and having the numbers to do it, essentially, like, I didn't want to see Jen go – but I was like, if this happens, like, I'm, like, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that you guys were able to pull it off. And unfortunately, Taylor, because your name was coming up so much, you had to throw the plan out. And then a bunch of other names got crisscrossed, it seemed like. And I don't know. I guess my question is, whose ultimate decision was it to say, like, no, we're all swinging for Taylor? That's a great question. Uh, so to my knowledge, I can start off with the yeah, timeline of everything. So <laughs> it starts off with Jen throwing out Liam's name. They want to do a Liam blindside. It's Liam mm-hmm. or Jen wants to pull in Claire Taylor. She's told Claire and Taylor that Liam is down to go for them, like like vote them out and has already offered them, which kind of broke Taylor and Claire's trust with Liam. Uh, so she has those two. She wants to bring in Spencer and Brendan into that vote. She wants to leave Ryan on the outs. Like she has like this whole plan concocted of getting out Liam. 
Um, meanwhile, Liam is trying to go for Claire. Surprise, surprise, Claire. This isn't the first rodeo that Claire's name has been in Liam's mm-hmm. mouth. Um, mostly because Liam is used to kind of seeing like, you know, we haven't had a puzzle challenge yet or the one puzzle challenge that we had, she was not that good at. So Liam's going for Claire. Claire's hopping on the Liam train. Meanwhile, Spencer's trying to go for Jen and organizing the vote to go for Jen with Brendan, Taylor, D, Claire, and himself. I believe they try to bring in Liam uh, to go for Jen. Spencer then goes to Taylor S and tries to pitch Jen. You're a little like shaky on it. And then I be- I think what ends up happening, like your name is just the scapegoat out there all to begin with. Like you kind of offered yourself up, which mm-hmm. I also agree was a very like fair move. Um, they were going to probably throw your name out anyway for sitting out. So you trying to gain that favor with them was probably like a-, a decent move in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. How it read to me in the end was basically everybody was like, okay, we have four names out right now, and we're not sure that we have the numbers to securely do any of them except for Taylor, so it's easier on all of us just to go Taylor. That's essentially what happened, was was Jen didn't want to make a big move to go for Liam once she heard her name was out. Liam, Spencer didn't have, I don't think he had the numbers to go for Jen. Um, Jen put in work on Claire and Taylor D., like behind the scenes, like she was like, they were coming back to her. They didn't tell her that her name was on the chopping block, but they were actively swaying the vote away from her. Um, So that was a, that was a big uh, moment, I guess, in the vote. Mm -hmm. And I don't think like Ryan or Jen were hopped on until with the very, very end was when they were like, okay, like we're going for Taylor just because that's what everybody else seems to be doing. So it really was just Taylor, your name was out there and not a lot of people were like attached to it they weren't actually going to vote for you but once like they were in enough clusters that they were just like oh yeah it was a very very chaotic um post-tribal scramble i would say yeah i loved it i think that's what shocked me the most about it being unanimous is that i was ready for a power move i was ready Mm -hmm. for the liam and Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, if it boiled down to it, I would have been ready to take out Jen simply because, again, not good at challenges, low on the totem pole. I, mm-hmm. I knew where my status was. Um, so I was ready to make those power moves. It just seemed like nobody could, you know, in one breath, they'd say, let's get Jen. And then in the other, they'd say, actually, let's get Liam or actually, let's just stay safe with Claire. It was we couldn't reach a consensus. So I think that was mm-hmm. what shocked me the most about the UN at this vote. Is I thought there would have been some sort of variety just between what I was viewing and witnessing kind of going on. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I vote, like when I snuffed your torch unanimously, I'm like telling myself, I'm like, what content are we going to have for this episode? Like, you know, if it's just another unanimous, like lowest on the totem pole challenge vote out, like what am I going to do? And I was pleasantly surprised once I opened up my hard drive and saw like how much stuff that you guys talked about and that there was actually game going on. And you didn't go yes. out like a, you didn't go out like a, a, a chump. You put up your fight. Yeah. You tried to like, you yes, know, you definitely tried. Actions. Like, it, it definitely did not warrant a unanimous vote out. And I think that just goes to show how much of a chokehold I feel like some players have on the game and how much, how it's kind of intimidating for um you know some players to even like stray away from a vote and how mm-hmm. i feel like it's scaring people for into making a move um drew last week you were very critical of spencer for not doing anything this week we kind of saw him try to get the gears turning uh what were your thoughts on his performance this week i loved it um i'm glad to finally have gotten that i'm glad that brendan was involved because brendan was the next person i was going to come and complain about um <laughs> Yeah, I liked that there was a point in which they were the swing votes because they haven't really been involved in anything else. Um, I also think that they come out of this vote probably in some of the better positions because their names have not been thrown out and they were not necessarily the ones throwing out names. So now you have like Jen versus Liam going on. You also have Claire and Taylor still in who both know that their names are out there and all of that drama surrounding them does not affect Spencer or Brendan at all. Um, and they can just ride probably a couple more votes while the, the big dogs fight it out. But it's great that they're intentionally doing that. It seems like, and we get to hear that that's what they're trying to do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor, what was your like you you knew Spencer going into the game? I'd say out of out of all of our Grand Rapids people, he might have been the closest that you closest person that you were with. Uh, what was it like playing with him? And when he came to you saying like your name is out there, like what was your thought process right there? Well, I mean, again, I played with Spencer in our sort of day version and, you know, was also in the finals with Spencer. So I knew what he was capable of. He's an extremely likable guy um, and, you know, is physical enough that he can hold his own in the challenges. Um, But, you know, as much as I love Spencer, I don't trust him in Survivor. I think I learned that the, the hard way the last time, you know. Um, so yeah, no, he's a much sneakier player than I think he, he likes to lean on. So, yeah, I do think he was trying to save you though. In that moment, I, I do. It was kind of, it was kind of a last ditch. Like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. If you're in, then I'm in. If you're not, then yeah. I have to do something else. And well, unfortunately that something else seemed to be going for you. Looking yeah. back, I wish I'd taken the olive branch and said, you know, and I, cause I was again, so against Jen's voting out. Mm -hmm. wish I had just taken that olive branch and said, yeah, let's go for it. I do think that would have been a massive, massive shakeup in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think we're going to see in the next episode, um, Jen is like, she feels bad about it, but I think she also made that move to like loosen up Ryan and make her more or make him Ryan on her. I think she well, had- and also Jen's name was out like yeah. as essentially the other name, although there were mm-hmm. multiple other names out. Like, I think next episode, Jen comes back from this from in, in what I predict. And Jen's like, great. Glad we- I was able to accomplish all I accomplished last round. But now people are on to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. It was a very, very, I guess, dicey episode when it came to names being thrown out. And only a few people. Haven't had their names thrown out yet. I think Brendan is one of them. Taylor mm-hmm. D managed to escape this episode with no name. Uh, Ryan's name isn't really out yet. Ryan does have some people that are going for him. Uh, mentioned here and there, people keep bringing up his idol. Exactly. And that also was a big factor in this vote out. Some behind the scenes stuff that I don't think made the episode, but uh, I, people were concerned that Liam or Ryan would play his idol for Liam. People were concerned that Ryan would play his idol for Jen. So that also kind of played a big fear factor in going into the vote. Um, nobody gave a confessional about it, but it was always a kind of a yeah. off topic in a conversation was Ryan's idol was on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. No, um, he brought up and yeah, same thing. Same with Jen is idol. Yeah. You know? So. It's it it, it it is interesting because we do have two idols currently in the game. Mm-hmm. Both are pretty mostly widely known about. Both yeah. tribes know who has them. Both tribes know yeah. are kind of expecting the other person to get the other person like, you know, each other out. Um, yet we haven't seen much of any effort going towards getting it out besides Mark maybe targeting no. Addison with just Zoe and um which shows that the person who has it has the numbers and trusts to keep themselves yep. safe. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor, I guess you played with Ryan from the jump with his idol. Um, what what have you been kind of narratively seeing like with his game? Being able to see what's been cooking behind the the curtain for for Ryan, like following his game. What uh, I guess does anything surprise you? Yeah, I guess I didn't peg Ryan for being as cutthroat as he was. You know, I think Ryan has a very, like, nice guy demeanor. And, yeah, I think he was definitely able to get in there and make those, like, cutthroat cutthroat moves. Um, Yeah, and I think, I mean, both Addison and Ryan having the idols and being very public about it. Um, I think that was a power move on, on their part. I think that was, you know, done because it solidified their numbers. So, yeah. Um, somebody who does not have numbers, but somehow manages to keep scraping by is Claire. I did want to <laughs> kind of point out Claire on this episode because she impressed me a ton. Um, Drew, what about you? What is Claire? I guess, how has she been for you? Like, I mean, we're five episodes in. Um, her name's been on the chopping block almost every time they've gone to tribal council. What has Claire been like for you as like a survivor player? 
I mean, Claire's not an entertaining player, but I think that it's always fun to root for underdogs. Uh, I love that she is very successfully pulling off the, I'm at the bottom, I'm a free vote, use me. And we got into the swap and Jen immediately was like, oh, she's on the bottom. She's a free vote. Let me pick her up. And so that gives Claire another week. Claire's playing that that game very well. And Taylor, you were mentioning uh, trying to play that sort of game. And it seems like Claire is able being able to pull it off somehow mm-hmm. um, with this with this group, at least, which is good for her. I mean, will the trend continue of every week? Claire is the easy vote, but mm-hmm. somebody else gets taken out. I think that that would be very fun. And if it works, it works. Yeah. Taylor, what was it like going up against Claire, I guess, as your your other vote and playing with Claire? What how was your experience with that? Yeah, I mean, um obviously I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of interaction with Claire, but I think she summed it up pretty well. It was, you know, um it's me or Taylor and I bring more to the team. So I think, you know, Claire was just kind of putting it out there that, you know, I, I had hoped, you know, knowing she was an underdog, underdog, underdog kind of a thing. But again, kind of coming in, she was very much in that mentality of, no, there can only be one underdog and I'm the underdog on this team kind of a thing. So, yeah. yeah. I do want to shout out, I guess this kind of falls into both yours and Claire's. I feel like you both kind of leaned into like this. Um, I, I don't want to say character because it's very much your guys yourselves. Um, but it's something that we do see on Survivor a lot. We have somebody who is not adapted, like very, very poor in the outdoors, very, very like bad at the challenges. Yet they come to play Survivor because, you know, they like the game. They love the game. They love the strategy, like, like the socializing, like the betrayal, all the all this stuff wrapped up in a boat. And you will tolerate all that stuff. And I feel like both you and Claire are kind of in that same boat of you know, you, you don't have a lot to contribute physically, but socially and strategically, you guys are have been killing it. And I agree are currently out of the game. Claire is still in the game. And I do think uh, a lot of, you know, merit needs to be shed onto that. You still spent the night outside, got rained on your entire bag, got soaked. You survived in this game. Mark so, snoring. Exactly. <laughs> Mark snoring. You survived more so than I feel like winners of our, survivor dearborn have done you know like i i I do think uh that you guys do contribute a lot to the show and that personality of um always kind of being like that that everyday person who doesn't like sleeping outside (laughs) anyway because they love it um and so that's something that i always liked watching in yours and claire's confessionals because no matter you know on the bottom you guys could just roll over and be like you know there's a hot tub there's a bed i can do it but you guys are fighting and I really, really like that. So I, I give you guys kudos for that. Um, but ultimately we kind of get into tribal council and you end up going home. Unfortunately, unanimously, uh, I know we kind of touched on it. You did have your alliances throughout the game, but was there anybody's vote that stung the most when, uh, when, you know, the votes were read? Jens. Jens. Yeah. Jens. Yeah, I felt like I had really stuck my neck out trying to shut down that sort of power play. Yeah. You know, I I think, yeah, that was – I Ryan's shocked me too, but obviously as I'm watching it back, you know, perception versus reality are two very different things. You know, my perception of our alliance was – different than i think it was you know yeah. i sound like i'm examining a past relationship i'm like he just thought about it differently than i did no and so um yeah jen's was definitely the, the hardest the hardest vote so leaving the game you get your torch snuffed walking out you know that your entire tribe has just voted for you who in the game at that point are you rooting for the most leaving who are you invested in oh leaving Ooh. That's hard to tell. I kind of wanted all of them to like get poured on for the night. <laughs> um, no, I was really rooting for Taylor D. She is so sweet. Sure. I think I dropped some profanity on her when I left. No, I don't think I know I dropped some profanity. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. I'm sorry. Um, no, I was really rooting for Taylor D. I think um Watching her do that box challenge, I started doing yoga sense. I mean, she could have, like, filed her nails and ate a banana and been good, still holding that box. So, no, I was really rooting for her. 
um yeah she was she's kind of my my pick and i hope we i hope we get to see more of her in episodes yeah. to come because i think she's playing a very strong under the radar social game mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah she is now the only taylor left in the game uh mm -hmm. It's easier for me as the host to say I kind of felt bad because apparently everybody started calling her the other Taylor because I always addressed you first. Oh. <laughs> Dom. I just I would always just be like Taylor, like you know, whatever. Um, but uh yes, so you got voted out unanimously. Torch was snuffed, you're rooting for Taylor. Um, who were you hoping for that would be following you closely after? Was there anybody that you wanted from either team? Yeah. Um, well, as soon as I left, I was rooting for for Ryan's downfall. I think that oh, was interesting. Okay. I think that was my next one. I think he had been so safe, you know, especially having the yeah. idol too. I was rooting a little bit for some some forced plays, get that idol out of his hands. Mm -hmm. you no, know, it seems like people are starting to get onto him. So we'll see what happens with that mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question we asked Zoe this last week. Um, yeah. Someone commented it in our uh, channel. Nobody's commenting today, but um, one of the questions was: Is there somebody that you wish that you would have been able to play more with, uh, mm. either side, both on Ionia and both on Cascade? Is there anybody that you think you would have connected with more, or uh, wanted to strengthen that bond more? Um, if so, who? Yeah, I um I didn't get to talk to a lot of the girls who started off on Cascade. I think that could have been a good move for me. Um, you know, there was Sydney and Bridget and Taylor D and, and all of those girls on the other team that I, I never really got to play with. Um yeah, there there was several people that I was I was so close to that merge. I was, you know, I'm like, could have gotten there. Taste it. Yeah. Um, well, the merge is still on a lot of people's minds. They're making moves uh, accordingly. It has been pretty surprising for me, at least, seeing that um, both tribe, both New Ionia and New Cascade, opted for the tribe strength. We need to win challenges route, mm -hmm. uh, voting out their person rather than the yeah. you know, strategy and socializing. But you know what? We'll see how it plays out. Yep. Um, yeah. Drew, I guess going into episode six, do you have any predictions, whether it be for new Ionia or new Cascade? I kind of want new Cascade to go back to tribal again, because I think that that would be a lot more chaos than new Ionia. And plus, I want the people on new Ionia to stay safe for longer. Stay <laughs> for Drew. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, love that Tom won immunity this episode with his tribe. So didn't have to worry about Tom. Yeah, we, episode. we barely talked about uh, New Ionia a little bit. And that was because they kind of yeah. were barely in the episode. Um, I had very little footage of them. They, they, you know, Sydney, Bridget, Addison, and Tom, this was their first win that they didn't have to worry about anything. So they took that with stride and sat on the porch for the majority of the time. There was really nothing. What you saw is what you got. Um, so we will see if they come out of their shell in the next episode, but we are approaching the end of the podcast. So we want to kind of transition into the, uh, power player rankings. I'm sure a lot of people are tuning in. At least the players are, they're getting a little amped. So how this works for those just tuning in, uh, our panel will be picking our top three power players of episode five up until that point who have been playing the best game in our opinion, um, and rank them. Third gets one point, second gets two points, and first gets three. You can find the total rankings of and how that is all played out in the on our social media, Survivor Grand Rapids on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, I believe Sydney is in first place right now, but we will see how that shakes up uh, after sitting a week out for Sydney, um, basically doing nothing. So I want to start off. Uh, for Drew, do you yes. have your third place person of this week? Yeah, I think my third place person is kind of unexpected, actually. But I talked earlier about how I think that they're playing um, their style of gameplay very well. They're, they don't seem to be in trouble moving forward. Their name has not been brought up. Mm -hmm. They're in a swing position. My one point is for Brendan. Brendan, okay. Mm. All right, yeah. 
Brendan is finally getting some content. Uh, he has been playing a little bit behind the scenes. He does have his alliance closely with Jen. Um, although he seems to be wavering a little bit on it. I'm, yeah. I, I still don't really know where his head is at fully with that. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that's a fair pick, especially for this round. He did kind of come out of his shell a little bit. Uh, Taylor, do you have your third place for who you thought played you the best this week? Or who who doesn't have to be who played you, but I guess somebody on New Ionia could take it. No, no, we're going to yep. save that for first and second. No, I want to yeah. give my third place. Um, I still got to give it to Sydney. I mean, watching her as a female compete in these challenges, I mean, she really holds her own. I got to give it to her. So Nice. I, I would agree with that. I mean, we did see a little bit of Sydney this episode. Um, but what I really liked what Sydney had to offer was her basically saying like the goal of that last tribal council of voting Zoe out was to keep the tribe together, keep the transparency going. And I think we accomplished that. And I was like, yep, Sydney, you did. You checked that box off. You know, yeah. I, I do think she is playing very, very smart for new Ionia. Um, mm -hmm. But what I want to do for my third place vote <laughs> is I want to give it, I want to, my top three are going to be all, cascade new cascade numbers mm. um because i think you guys finally opened up and started playing uh but this person for me number three has been playing and i think finally needs some attention and that's for claire i think claire deserves uh mm. the number three spot because when you have somebody like liam gunning for you for round after round after round uh it, it does take a lot of you know Stand, like strategic mindset and social game to be able to maneuver your ways outside of that. When somebody has as big of a pull as Liam may in this game to be able to outmaneuver that is definitely something positive. She's creating alliances. She's tight with Brendan and Spencer right now. She has Taylor D kind of in the back of her pocket, as well as that connection that she made with Jen. Um, and right there was the numbers enough to keep her safe. So I did want to kind of give her a shout out for being able to, I, I would say the numbers aren't really expressing it, but she narrowly avoid, avoided the vote out this round. So I do want to give out a shout out to Claire for as little agency as she has. She's doing the most with it. Yeah. I think her positioning improved without her having to do a ton, which I yeah. think is good moving forward for her. I don't think she's running anything anytime soon, um, yeah. but I think her positioning is improving. Yeah, I agree. And for my number two, uh, is somebody who is trying to get the ball rolling and somebody who uh, is trying to strategize and, you know, be a leader is Spencer. And I think Spencer mm -hmm. really did come out of his shell this episode. Uh, and we really got to see a taste of what he is able to do or how his mind at least works. I know drew, you were looking for a little bit more of from him, yes. um, but I do think he knows what he has to do. It's just a matter of, getting the numbers aligned for him to be able to do it. So Spencer gets my number two. Um, he did. He's not my number one because he did lose a really close ally with Taylor, I guess. Um, somebody who could have been a potential number from him, but I don't think there was any sway that he would have been able to do for that. So um, his name is still not on the chopping block. I think he's in a pretty solid spot moving into the next episode. So Spencer gets number two for me. Um, Taylor, what about you? Yeah, he was my number two as well. I think he's he's coming into his own, and we really see that this episode. So, yeah, he's my number two as well. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I was torn between Spencer and Brendan, um, and I think that because people know Spencer is the previous winner of the one-day games – that that may put a little bit of a bigger threat on him. So I ultimately decided to give mine to Brendan, but Spencer was definitely on my short list. Okay. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I think that's um, I, for my number two, went with Sydney. Uh, she carried a lot of that challenge, uh, literally yeah. carried uh, mm -hmm. a lot of that challenge. Um, I think that every time she's on camera in confessionals, she's explaining not only what she's doing, but why. And it makes sense. She has a lot of influence on her tribe. Her name is not coming up. If they have to go to tribal council next vote, I think she's completely fine. Her name probably doesn't get get put up again. I got to go Sydney. Okay, solid. I mean, I, I'm not knocking it. I think Sydney had a great episode. Um, I've been giving a lot of love to Sydney the last <laughs> couple rounds, I, I would say. Um, but 
for my number, the one that's getting the most love, I guess, today, that's a weird way of phrasing it, but Jen is getting my number one spot mm. for this week. Um, you know, she's in the hot seat. She comes in as the returning player. She's had like she's been having to play and scrap from day one. She's gone from being the top to the, you know, of the totem pole to having her name thrown out this most recent episode. But I think the difference from what we saw last week with how Zoe managed her swap. Uh, and how Jen managed to swap is very evident. Last week, we kind of saw Zoe only start to like talk to the other people once they lost the challenge. And Jen is having these conversations with Claire and Taylor D, regardless if they have to go to tribal council. And she's forming these bonds that ended up saving her in the end. So she's ha- plan- like she's, she's having these important talks. She, her mind is always moving. There's never an off time for her in that game. And I think without those connections, she would have been out of the game this round. So despite her name being thrown out and despite, you know, somebody on original Ionia getting sent home that might not have been her influence, she still managed to, like, keep the target off of her back for one more round. And as a returning player in this game full of fresh meat, I think that's a pretty big accomplishment, at least for the week. So my pick goes to Jen. Um, Taylor, I, 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 what's your third pick? Yeah, that was mine too. Yep, it was Jen. Um, yeah, I think she's managed to stay, even in her confessional, she's just very calm, cool, collected, kind of two steps ahead of everything. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, we really get to see that this episode where she is making those relationships before, you know, the red flag is is waving. So um, yeah, and with her being a returning member, you know, from the get-go, her name was brought up of, yeah, she's yeah. going to be a challenging player. She's and yeah, I think she's she's mitigated it very well, and especially in this episode. Yep, Drew. What Much about to you? my dismay. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that Jen put in a lot of work this week. Um, her people are starting to get onto her, but honestly, this week was a masterclass in like, okay, as soon as my name's up, I have my connections that I can rely on. I'm also going with Jen. Uh, It was not even a contest for me. I think that the moment her name came up, she pulled her numbers together from the relationship she had been working on and executed the plan that she needed to to stay in. And I think going into the next vote, she's probably in an okay position still. So, yeah, I think it was a, unfortunately for Jen, it was a good move that negatively affected Taylor. And Jen was able to kind of flex her social game. Yeah. I agree. I think I think it was a really, really strong week for Jen. I don't know how the next couple you know, rounds will go for her if she makes it through um, just because her name is on people's radars. And I still think that itch is there to, you know, make a big move. Mm-hmm. Of course, so I think her name will be constantly brought up. But it is a matter of, uh, you know, if, if the connections that she made and you know, hold up still. And at least for this episode, they did. So I think I'm pretty happy with the with a Jen consensus round pick. We did see, um, you know, Liam kind of took a back seat um, this, this episode. He brought out his journal. It seems like people are starting to get on his, or he's getting on people's radars with that. Ryan, I think had a very, very messy week with his idol. Um, and I think those are kind of the other only big power players yeah. on that tribe. Um, yeah. I do kind of want to quickly point out before we go, um that mark tried to get his idol back from ryan at the challenge drew did you catch that and i did catch it what were your thoughts i think it's hilarious that mark thinks that that's gonna happen do you think that it's gonna happen i miss no. that uh, so so mark decided to uh you know ask ryan when the cameras were yeah. open if he could have his idol and ryan said um if we lose the challenge i'll give it to you no that's not happening so yeah. we will see if at the next challenge, if they lose, Ryan holds up to his end of the deal um, and how that goes. We already saw how uh, one third of the Ryan, Mark, Taylor trio um, fared with Ryan. So we will see how yeah, exactly next episode <laughs> for Mark, um, yeah. if that is what he is banking on. Um, Drew, any last minute questions for Taylor before we hop off? Oh, my gosh. Would you play again? Yeah. Heck yeah. I That's would. always my question. I, I ask tighten people. I tighten the lid on my vodka a little tighter this time <laughs> before I start. So I'm not showing up with alcohol soaked clothes. But yeah, heck yeah, I'd play again. 
Good. We would love to see you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My new my new plan game plans already thought out. So <laughs> I'm waiting and ready. Taylor, I don't know how much Survivor you've actually seen. You just give me a lot of Sierra Reed from season 18 vibes. Okay. Okay. Really? Because yeah. that is that is what Matt told me. Matt told me he was filming Taylor and he goes. Really? Sierra from Token Teens is who Taylor reminds him of. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. No, yeah, it's no, definitely it's not, not a bad thing. Yeah, it could have got you could have said like carbon or something, and I would have had to like cry in the shower. <laughs> I don't know. But um, but regardless, Taylor, I am super happy that you came out and played. Uh, you had a very, very strong first day-long version. I honestly didn't know what to expect coming into the game. Um and once you were voted out unanimously, I had no idea what you even like brought to the game. So it was mm-hmm. a pleasant surprise kind of unwrapping that, you know, gift basket you gave me for the first day and a half, so to speak. Um, you okay. had memorable moments. You laid it all out on the line. You played hard. And that's all I can ask from a player. Um, if the stars align and we get renewed for another season, mm-hmm. we'll see if we're able to make it work. Uh, I do know that we have we need some uh, some girls that aren't afraid to get their hands dirty uh, on the cast. Call so. my agent. Yeah. Oh, I will. I have their number on speed dial. Right. Cool. Great. <laughs> um, so, Taylor, I do want to thank you again for not only yes, thank on you. the podcast, yeah, thank explaining you. your game. I hope you got a little bit of redemption, but your mm-hmm. entire role in this experience, we would not, you know, kind of have the opportunity to speak about it if it weren't for you and the other castaways making uh, making moments like this happen. So. Yeah. Um, I appreciate your time and being able to uh, to come on and and hang out with us for a little bit. Um, yeah. Drew, as always, I appreciate you recapping this episode. We do have another episode coming out this week, Wednesday at seven o'clock uh, on YouTube channel Survivor Grand Rapids. It is sure to be a juicy one. Um, I hope that everybody is uh, getting their popcorn ready because um, it should be a fun time. Other than that, um, please feel free to subscribe to Live Reality Games so that you can catch our content. Uh, we will be doing a recap of episode six mm-hmm. sometime next week. But our episode is over on Survivor Grand Rapids YouTube channel. Follow us on social media um, for the latest updates on all that stuff. And for to find out where our power players are ranking for the rest of the for this week's power player rankings. Other than that, it was great to spend this Sunday night with you. I hope everybody Always. enjoys their, their evening and happy Monday tomorrow. It should be a bright and early day for everybody. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Bye guys. Yeah. I hope you have a Thank great you. Thanks. Yeah. Have yeah. a great night. You too.